0: Well, good morning, everybody. Okay, I'm going to see and talk about something that has been dividing families. This has been dividing the nation and dividing the world. What do you hear? Have a listen to it and tell me what you hear.
1: Do you hear Yanni? Yanny. Yanny. Or Laurel? Yanny. Yanny. Do you hear Yanny? Yanny. Yanny. Or Laurel.
0: Larry. Larry. Okay, hands up if you hear Yanny. Okay. Hands up if you hear Laurel. Yeah, I'm a Laurel listener, a hearer. Not very many. Boy. Has has anybody tried this at home? Yep, yeah, it's been the hot topic. This and the royal wedding have been the two things that have been like the big things. Has anybody looked into why people hear different things? Because I have, and this is what they say. Do you want to play the next video?
1: A recent Twitter poll found that 47% of people hear Yanny, while 53% hear Laurel. Clearly, this has created an internet argument that is dividing the nation. So, what is the science behind the madness? One of the first aspects is priming. If you were to play this clip without providing the option of Yanny or Laurel, you may have heard neither of these words, but by reading them, you're primed to hear one or the other. Secondly, when you speak, you are producing sound waves, which propagate through the air. This is a visual depiction of the sound waves of the original Yanny slash Laurel recording created by Brad Story, a professor of speech, language, and hearing. Here is the depiction of him saying Laurel. You can see that the acoustic features are very similar. Here is a depiction of him saying Yanny. The acoustic features are also similar. So the words Yanny and Laurel audibly are more similar than you might think. Whether you're listening on a laptop, phone, or headphones will influence what you hear based on sound quality. But what if you are listening through the same device but you hear different things with someone next to you? It might have to do with the age of your ears. The sounds in Yanny play at a higher frequency than the sounds in Laurel. As we age, our ears are less able to hear higher frequencies. So if you are hearing Yanny, you might have younger ears. Luckily, with the help of the internet, we can hear both. Brilliant Twitter user at XXV posted audio of the pitch brought both down and up. When you listen to it brought down 30%, you will hear Yanny. But when you listen to it with the pitch brought up 30%, you will likely hear Laurel. 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 Your brain has so much stimulus at all times that it uses existing information and precise neurological pathways to focus its attention. This is why at a loud party, you can listen to your friend beside you, but pop your attention into another convo if need be. Similarly, your brain is unconsciously choosing which frequencies in the recording to pay attention to. So, what is the final answer? If you heard Laurel, you are correct. The original recording is saying Laurel, but with higher frequencies overlaid, creating ambiguity.
0: Yeah, they do say it has a lot to do with what you're actually hearing it through. Um, and that's why it's interesting to do it in this sort of space, because some of us did hear Laurel correctly. And some of you were wrong, because you guys all heard Jenny. What we're going to talk about today is how well do we actually hear But what I want to talk about is how well do we actually hear God speaking. In the story of 1 Samuel, does everybody know the story of 1 Samuel chapter 3? It's the story of the Lord actually speaking to Samuel. And what happens is time and time again, Samuel is like in bed, it's late at night, and the Lord says, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel gets up and runs to Eli and says, Eli, you called me. Eli's like, I didn't call you, go back to bed. He goes back to bed and the same thing happens. Samuel, Samuel, and he goes back to Eli. It happens again. Samuel, Samuel, goes back to Eli. And then Eli finally realises what's happening and says to Samuel, hey, I actually know what's going on here. It's actually God that's trying to speak to you. So this is what the beginning of 1 Samuel 3.1 says. Meanwhile, the boy Samuel served the Lord by assisting Eli now, in those days, messages from the Lord were rare, and visions were quite uncommon. So the first thing that we need to realize about this story is that it wasn't like hearing from God was an everyday occurrence. Says he, that the messages from the Lord were very rare, and visions were quite uncommon. So we can have a go at Samuel and say, "Surely you would have heard a voice from heaven, but he wasn't looking for it." He actually did not know and never experienced God speaking, so he didn't actually know what he was looking for. The very end, then Eli realised there was a Lord who was calling the boy. So he said to Samuel, go and lay down again, and if someone calls, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to bed. The Lord came and called as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel replied, speak, your servant is listening. If we want to be people who actually hear from God, the first thing that we actually do, need to do is actually ask. We need to actually ask God and say, speak, God. What do you have to say? And then when we ask, we actually have to then listen. Because sometimes we can say, oh, yep, God, what are you saying? And then don't pay any attention to anything that we hear. Or other times we expect God, if he wants to tell me something, he's just going to come and tell me out of the blue and get my attention. Now, God can get our attention, and if he really needs to, he will make a really, really good, clear way of making sure that you know that he is speaking. But my experience is most of the time we hear because we ask. We hear because we say, hey, God, what do you have to say? That was Kate's experience before. What did Kate tell us before she read the verse for Kellen Daz? She said, I thought, oh, I'll ask God, do you have anything from the Scriptures to say to Kellen Daz? So he asked. God didn't just go boom this verse. He sometimes does, but most of the time it's because we ask. And this is what Samuel says. Samuel says, speak, your servant is listening. So if we want to hear well from God, one of the things that we need to get right is actually asking him. Asking him to speak, asking him to show us, and then listen to what he says. We're going to do a thing to see how well we are at listening. Okay, you ready? So while I'm going to whisper something in Jono's ear, he's going to pass it along. If you don't want to be whispered to, you can say just move it along. We're going to see if we can get all the way to Steve, going through everybody that wants to hear and see what Steve has to say. Okay, so I'm going to go whisper to Jono. Okay, well, maybe we'll just stop, maybe we'll just stop there then. Okay, Ethan, what do you think you heard? Okay, well, this is what it said. God loves you very much and is always with you, even if you don't feel it or believe it. Anyone with ease ease to hear should listen and understand. And then he added, this is Jesus speaking. Pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more more understanding will be given to you and you will receive even more. Isn't it interesting that even in that exercise, people were really listening? Like that was the whole idea. The whole idea was to listen to what I said, remember it and pass it along. And even though it was long, none of those words were unusual in nature. And it didn't it was a sentence that sort of made sense. But even though we were intently listening, we were paying close attention, we still didn't actually hear correctly but that is something that if we want to actually hear from God we actually need to be intentional about it we actually need to pay close attention to what God is actually saying and that's the listening part it's not good enough just to ask God please tell me and then not actually listen to what he says and it says he anyone with ease to hear should listen and understand and we all have ease And in Revelations, it tells you a number of times, those who have ears to hear, let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. So because we have ears, we're actually meant to hear what God has to say. And when we ask and when we listen, those are the first two things that are actually going to mean that we're going to actually hear what God wants to tell us. Okay, whose dad is it anyway? We're going to play another game. Now, we're going to probably play whose parent is it anyway. What I need is... A child to dob in their parents. You can't dob in me. Sorry, Daniel and Catherine. Kristen, Caitlin, can you both please go? Oh, I need one more person. Reuben, can the three of you please go behind the curtain so you cannot see anything? Okay, you can't see? What's going to happen is I'm going to get your three dads to come out the front. They're going to say hi, and you have to get into the order that you think your dad is in. Okay, here we go. Aye. 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 Okay. Go for it. Yeah! We're all applause! <laughs> Nicely done! Okay, Kristen, come up here. Can you tell us why was it really easy? Because I know their dad's voices and I know that my dad would have tried to do a different voice. <laughs> Two, two of the dads did try to make them sound a bit different because that's the whole point. Don't we know, the people that we know, we know their voice really well. If I pick up the phone, I just say hi to my mum and dad and they go, oh, hi, Tanya. And then my voice, I know, sounds a bit different. But anything, we all know each other's voices. We know people's voices really well. And if we want to hear from God well, John 10, 27 tells us, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. If you wonder, boy, how do I hear from God? The more you know him, the easier it is to hear his voice. And the best way to know him, the best way to know his voice is to actually read the Bible because the Bible is full of his character, is full of his voice and full of who he is. Click again. For God speaks again and again, though people do not recognise it. In Job, God tells us, and he tells us other times too, that God actually never hides himself from us. He's always speaking. The question really is, is are we actually listening and do we actually recognise it's him? The Lord came to Samuel and called before him, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel replied, speak, your servant is listening. So the first thing that we need to do is actually ask. If we want to hear from God, we need to say, God, what are you saying? And then once we've asked, we actually need to listen, know his voice well enough to be able to listen and know what he has to say. And then there's a last part, which is actually trust. Sometimes we ask, we hear something, but then we don't trust it's God. And so we say, hey, God, do you have anything to say? Something comes to our mind and we go, oh, nah, probably not him. If we ask, God tells us again and again, if you ask, you will receive. You do not get because you do not ask. When you ask for wisdom, God gives it to you. So when we ask and say, hey, God, I really want to know what you want to say, and we listen, we need to trust that what we hear is actually from God. Now, if it's completely out of his character, and when what you know from God and what you know from the Bible and what you're hearing are completely different things, then you're probably not hearing from God. Otherwise, if it's connected to his character, it's what you know the Bible says, you probably have heard what God has to say. And so then it's a matter of us actually trusting that we've heard from God and not questioning and doubting because then we just continue to question and doubt and then we go, oh, he didn't tell us anything and so why ask again and why listen and then we never hear. John 16, 13 to 15 says, When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. Did you pick up how many tell you's it said in that couple of verses? Firstly, it says he will guide you, but he will tell you what he's heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. So part of the Holy Spirit's job is to actually communicate with us and tell us what God has to say. And so that's where our trust comes in. Our trust doesn't come in because we're so good. Our trust comes because we've actually know we've got the Holy Spirit. We've asked, we've listened, and then we can trust that that is what he wants to do. He actually wants to communicate with us. He actually wants to tell us what's on his heart. It's his nature not to hide. It's his nature to actually communicate. He wants to encourage. That's his whole job. Our role is to ask and to listen and then believe what he says. And I think that sometimes we do not hear because we do not ask. That we think, oh, well, God, and even on church on a Sunday, when someone says, hey, does anybody have anything that God, that they believe God is saying? Most of us, I think, sometimes just go, you didn't tell me anything. Instead of saying, oh, God, what a perfect opportunity to ask you, is there anything that you want me to hear from you? Is there anything that you want me to share? Actually ask the question and then listen. If we ask and then listen, he will respond because he always does. Sometimes he doesn't have anything to say and that's when we trust that he doesn't have anything to say at the moment and we'll ask and listen again. But sometimes we get that still small voice, we get that scripture, we get that thought in our mind and we have to trust that actually him that's speaking. And that takes faith but it mainly just takes trust in the Holy Spirit to say, I have the Holy Spirit within me and because I do, If I ask and I listen, then he will actually speak. Now, just like it was really easy for Caitlin and Kristen and Ruben to recognise their dad's voice, the more we listen, the easier it is to listen. The more we ask, the easier it is to know what he's saying. So if you look at people and say, boy, God speaks to them so much more than he does to me, I don't think he does. He probably just, they ask more than you do. And they know his voice because they've trusted him enough to step out and go, Oh, this must be you speaking. And now I know it's you speaking. So now I'm going to continue to trust you more because I get it. Because I know when I ask and I listen, and when I know that God is speaking, like I get this feeling that I can't describe, but it's the same feeling that happens every time that I know, Boy, not only is God speaking, but I have to actually say something about this. That's what happens to me. But other people, that doesn't happen to them at all and it's a thought or it's a picture or it's a word. God speaks to us in different ways but he does always speak. And it doesn't matter if you are four years old, if you've got the Holy Spirit or if you're 99 years old and you've got the Holy Spirit. God speaks and he's always speaking. The question is, do we ask him what is he saying and then how well do we listen? So that's what I want us to actually do this morning is to actually practice that. Actually. Ask God for each one of us to say, God, is there anything you want to say to me? And then listen. And if something comes to mind, trust that it's Him. Now there is another step in a, in a corporate situation like this. And that is the next question is, God, do you want me to share this with others or is it just for me? And that's the next question that we ask. But for now, I just want us to. Ask, listen, and then trust. And what we're going to do is, Steve and the guys are going to come, we're just going to play a song, sing along if you want to, or just listen. Ask God, Do you want to say anything to me? And just spend some time listening to him. And then what I'm going to get you to do is to go and tell someone what you think he's saying. Samuel said, Speak. Your servant is listening. And that's what we want to be. We want to be people who ask God to speak and then listen to what he says and then trust that it's actually him that we're hearing from.